Hi my lovelies, you're listening to Flora Wara, the podcast, season four, Lost in Paradise. Enjoy. Hi my lovelies, welcome back to another episode. It's your girl Flora Wara. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how to start. Oh, how to start talking with this one because well first of all it's midnight and I can't sleep and and I thought to myself let me do a bit of work and I started working and then the internet is hella slow so I'm like this is a sign that I should just go to bed but then I was like let me just um do an episode because I'm like two episodes behind and season four is about to premiere in two days time so I don't want the stress um so I just thought I should do another episode you know and um I was jamming to the weekend as always when I'm working uh, it just gives me psych to actually work or else I would be crying non-stop um so uh, I was jamming to which album was it? Yeah, Beauty Behind the Madness. That was that was nostalgia, man. That was um, university. Which um, university? My my third or fourth year? No, third. No, second. I think it was second or third year. Yeah, around second year. Mm. Brings back really good memories, man. Ah, I miss uni so much. <laughs> anyway, so um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. Oh, wait, before that, oh, God. Before that, the title of this um, episode is actually from a, uh, from a line. What song is it? Acquainted? Acquainted by The Weeknd, yes. So, yeah, I was inspired by that. I love that line so much because it's so true. Girls born in the 90s in the 90s are dangerous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> does, does the title have anything to do with what I am talking about? Absolutely not. Maybe. I don't know. It's, it's mostly clickbait. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm shady, but deal with it. Right, so um, a couple of days ago, I was talking to a friend of mine, and we're both going through a life crisis. I think everyone my age is going through a life crisis. <laughs> so we're just talking and seeing how we're doing mentally, emotionally. That's very important to ask your friends how they're doing emotionally, mentally. Rather than that, oh, hi, how are you? No, like, I, I like ask them, how are you? Are you happy? Are you okay? It's very important <laughs> in this day and age. People are struggling, man. People are struggling out here. Don't just see me like I'm here smiling and I'm all composed. Deep down, I'm fucking dying. <laughs> I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> but yeah, um, we were talking and I was telling him how I've been faring and... He was also telling me uh, how he's doing and stuff like that. Oh, it's a beautiful conversation. And um, 
and he so before we ended the call he asked me so flora do you feel like you found your purpose in life and i was like damn <laughs> i didn't expect that kind of question like hold up hold up um and i was like i don't think so i no i've not found my purpose because i am so confused as to what i'm doing with this life of mine like i am so confused i am just there i feel like i'm not satisfied with where i am at the moment and i feel like i don't know what is happening in my life it's just the, it's like my life is floating it's not somewhere concrete i am not happy i'm not satisfied i don't feel like I am where I'm supposed to be in life. I'm not doing things that make me happy. The work I'm doing does not energize me. It just drains me. And I'm like, this is not the life I want to live. This is not the life I see myself living. And it's just like at this point in my life, I've gone through so much to the point where I'm just about to flip and go crazy because I don't know what I deserve anymore. I don't know what I should or should not tolerate. I don't know what I should or should not do. I don't know what I should pursue. I just, I have no fucking clue what I am doing with my life. <laughs> like, do I want to continue working as a lawyer? Probably not. I'm not satisfied with it. I don't know if it's the environment or maybe I should try something else. It doesn't give me energy. I'm not energized when I work. I don't look forward to the next day. I usually dread the next day. And I'm not, like, I'm not happy. My heart is not going, like, it's not beating faster and slower at the same time. That's another line from, um, what's that, what's that movie called? What's that movie called? It's it's like that movie. It was like a 2000, early 2000 movie where a man switched souls with a girl. I forgot the name of the movie. It's so good. It was classic, classic, classic 2000 movies. Oh my God. That movie was so good. So the girl used to tell her boyfriend like, no, yeah, you make my heart beat faster and slower at the same time. And yeah. And then the dude, who was actually the girl, because they switched souls, said that to the guy, and the guy got freaked out by it. Anyways, anyways, sorry, I digressed. <sighs> Where was I? Oh, yeah. I don't know what is happening to me anymore. I don't know what I need. I am just so confused. I'm just, like, at this point, I just need money to calm me down. Like, I need money to, like go out and go on vacation and just have financial security first right and then i'll deal with my unhappiness later but the way to get this moolah man fuck it's not easy <laughs> but i'm just let me tell you my story right when I was growing up, I have I had no idea what I wanted to be, yeah? So, at first, I remember I was in year five, and I was asked, asked that question. And I was like, a businesswoman. 
in year nine a businesswoman. I had no fucking clue what a businesswoman was, but it just felt right. Now, I don't want. I'm not a business person. I'm not. I'm not business oriented at all. Like. I do not have the energy to convince you to buy my product. Like, if you don't want it, then fuck off. <laughs> I don't have time for you. I don't know how to market. I don't like disturbing people. <laughs> like, they've said enough. I'm just chill. I'm not just, you know. I think in that sense, I'm not a business person. But when it comes to promoting my poetry, my podcast... I'll be up on your face, you know, because it's something that I love. It's something that I'm passionate about. And I think that is what drives people to success. Passion, right? I'm passionate about creating stuff and letting the whole world know about it. Because I feel like for me, it's therapeutic and it helps me show people the other side of me, you know. I get to open up. I get to be myself. And that's what I'm passionate about. But does that pay the bills in East Africa? If you're lucky, yes. But in the meantime, I'll just stick to being a liar. (laughs) Cries tears of pain. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, I don't know. And then, yeah, I like, I wanted to be a businesswoman. And then, A-levels, I was like, okay, fine. I'm doing, like, literature, history, business, sociology, which I later dropped because I just, I was not passing. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? It was more strategic, actually. I was like, you know what? I'll just do law because I'm reading John Grisham novels and I read a lot, I write a lot, and, you know, law requires a lot of reading and writing, so I can incorporate that into law. So it was very strategic. And (sighs) before I actually said law, because it reached a point where I wanted to do creative, performing arts, (laughs) for some reason. I wanted to be an actress. <laughs> I remember I used to do plays back in high school. And I'm like, this is so much fun. I want to do performing arts. And then my parents looked at me and like, who lied to you? <laughs> Someone just told you you're good at acting. And no, you're over here telling us you want to do performing arts. Don't waste our money. <laughs> they legit said that. So I thought about it. And I'm like, I want to do English literature. And then my parents looked at me like, we're not wasting our money for you to do English literature. (laughs) And then I was like, I want to do philosophy. Because it sounded interesting. I want to do philosophy. But then in East Africa, philosophy, it's... I, I do philosophy and then what happens next? You get... So my mom was like, just do law. There'll be many more opportunities that will come your way. Just do law. So, I did law, and the first week, I wanted to quit, because I'm like, fuck this, (laughs) I didn't understand anything, I didn't understand anything, and then, the first week was, like, Roman law, and I'm like, oh, this is not me, and then, like, doing legal methods and legal research, everyone knew the answer, like, oh, the hierarchy of courts in Kenya, and I'm just like, 
oh, what's going on? And then this, then then there's a point they were like, landed this, landed that. And I was, <laughs> let me tell you. The first time our lecture said landed something or landed friend. I don't know what she said, but she said landed something. So I wrote like back of my book, what the heck is landed? Because I spelled it as L-A-N-E-D. So I'm like, what is this? What does this mean? Is this going to come in the exam? <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, I wanted to quit. But then I was like, I quit and do what? I wanted to quit and do and do business. And uh, there's a course called business something. I don't know. It was a business course, I remember, in our uni. But then I'm like, what if I drop law now and do business? What if I'm equally as unhappy doing that? So I decided to just stick to it. I stuck to it. There's some parts of law that I liked. I enjoyed intellectual property. I enjoyed private international law. Ooh, was that private? <laughs> what am I saying? I enjoyed human rights and human international human rights law. I loved that. I enjoyed diplomatic law. I enjoyed public international law. I enjoyed um, succession. So I think the reason why I enjoyed these was because one, the lectures were actually really good and they were passionate about teaching and they taught well. So I understood. Secondly, there's some things that I enjoy. International law, I love. I love it. It makes me happy when I read it. Oh my God. Like, give me a car- the Companies Act and I will dread it. Give me a freaking treaty and I'll read it with so much love and adoration and passion but uh, so there's a time my late father is picking me up from uni and we were going to the gas station which is very far because there's a gas station near where the un is unon is in nairobi there's a special gas station for um diplomats and you name it, right? So, so when you go to that gas station, it's tax-free, so you pay less. And then I remember I got out because I was going to the gas station store to buy chocolate. And I got out, and I looked around me, and I just saw red number plates. <laughs> and I was like, these people are living the life. No one can touch them. No one can question them. Not even the traffic guy can stop them. They, everything is tax-free. This is the life. And when we, like, when our family used to go to different countries, you don't pay for rent. You don't pay for the water bills. You don't pay for electricity. When you go there, it's, it's fully furnished. Um... Like, from primary school, the whole of primary school, the government pays for your kids' education. So you can take them to the best schools ever. I was like, this is the life, man. This is the life. So I told myself, I want to become a diplomat. <laughs> because think about it. The UN, 
good money, hella good money. You get postings, you go to different countries, why the F not? But, (laughs) I was a child then. In order to get to the UN, there are ways. It is not easy. I have applied a thousand times. Nothing. You need to have an insider. Even when I had an insider, I got an interview. But I never got in. (laughs) It is so freaking hard to get in the UN. But of course, you have to pray about it and anything is possible. But yeah. So I had two options. The UN or Ministry of Foreign Affairs. But the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, their pay is really low, really low. And uh, their pay is low. So I'm like, <sighs> and then it's one thing to get low, low pay. And it's another thing, another thing to wait for a posting, which will take years. I'm not that patient. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? This dream of mine can wait. I will get there. Inshallah, I will get there. But first, I need money. <laughs> I need to be known. I need to be seen. And then, you know, they have this saying it's easy to get a job when you already have a job. Right? So before, when I never had any internships, it was hard for people to notice me and to even want me to work with them. But now I have all this experience interning. I get messages from LinkedIn. We were like, what's your turn interning at Dollhouse? Hit me up. And in my head, I'm like, you can't afford me, though. (laughs) Can you afford me at this point? Because at this point, I have value. Oh, my gosh. I have a really bad cold. But anyways, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I wanted to be a diplomat. Still do. My dreams are still valid. Um. But then, there's poetry. Whenever I write, I feel so accomplished. It's like I feel... I've conquered the whole world whenever I write. I like I write whenever I write something, I could be listening to music or looking at a picture and the words just start coming. So I take out my phone and I start texting, I start typing, or like I take a pen and paper and start writing. When I do that my mind is blocked. Like I get into some kind of trance. I write, I write, I write, and then I stop. I always have a beginning, middle and end always and then after i'm done i stop and then i read my work and i'm like damn i wrote that me how that's how it is and it's just um, an amazing feeling same with this podcast like i'm telling you it is so therapeutic like i if it's if it was not the podcast if it was not poem I would have died a long time ago. I'm not joking. (laughs) I'm on the verge of losing my shit. So this podcast, my blog, are the only thing that's keeping me sane. And of course, music are the only things that are keeping me sane from actually losing it and just going crazy. This is very therapeutic, but um, 
talking to my mentor is very therapeutic and I feel like I need to see him soon. <laughs> I feel like he's a kind of drug because whenever I see him, I light up, I glow up, I'm ready to conquer the whole world and I have so much energy the whole of that month whenever I see him and then it just, after the next month, it just goes downhill. You know, you get what I mean? I don't know if it's dependence. I don't know if it's... I just need to hear his words and his assurance and him looking at me with all seriousness when I'm talking and babbling about my life. And he just nods and he's so serious and he's so concerned and he's listening. And he advises me and I feel hurt. I feel understood, which is so hard nowadays. It's so hard for me to open up because I feel like a lot of people don't understand me. And the worst thing is to open up to someone who doesn't understand you and you feel like you're crazy and it's the worst feeling ever. But when you find someone who understands you and who loves you and values you and just wants you to be the best version you can be, oh my God, it's a beautiful feeling. (sighs) So... But I low-key should invest in an actual therapist. But let me get money first. Those people are expensive. <sighs> um, so, in conclusion, this is just me ranting that I don't know what I'm doing in my life. I need to find a purpose. I need to find a passion. I need to find something that will drive me to wake up every single day in the morning. And to actually want to wake up. Rather than... My alarm ringing, I snooze five times. That's my life. I snooze five times. So what I do is I put the alarm 15 minutes earlier so that I can have time to snooze. So even when I wake up, it's actually the time I should be waking up. But So I put the alarm at 6.15. And I'm supposed to wake up at 6.30. But nowadays, I end up waking up at 6.50, 6.55, even 7 a.m. when I'm just don't give a fuck anymore um yeah i snooze yeah put my phone away snooze i snooze because i'm like i don't want to go to work there's nothing there for me there's nothing interesting there for me it's just stress and i want to (laughs) cry uh but one thing i've learned and one thing a friend of mine told me tears to my heart she tells me a lot of things number one don't be the hero. Don't overwork yourself. Don't kill yourself when it comes to work. Something that I had to learn the hard way. But yeah, like, push yourself, work hard, but don't kill yourself. <laughs> There's a difference. Like, I was telling myself, I'm not going to kill myself. Fuck, fuck it. I'm not going to do work on during the weekend. And I don't. Sometimes I'm like, I really need to do this work or else I'm going to, they're going to kill me. Uh, so I would do it, (laughs) but like, don't kill yourself because God forbid I drop dead. They will easily replace me. Give it a week. I think a week is too much. They will easily replace me. I am so, so replaceable. I mean, just think about it. If a president can die today and in two days' time, be replaced. Who am I to not be replaced? Who am I? <laughs> Who am I? So let me not kill myself. 
for a couple hundred thousands. Yeah? Let me just Let me not be the hero. Let me just go on everyone's pace. Let me not... Let me just blend in, you know? Let me not stand out. Because once you stand out, you create a sort of status where people depend on you too much and expect too much from you. And when you don't deliver at times, they get disappointed and they're like, she's under-delivering. When in fact, you're just fucking tired or you just have so much to do, you can't deliver the way you used to. So I'm going to just blend in. You know, I'm just going to blend in and just be on top, but not too on top. Just blend in so people don't expect too much from me because that's too much pressure. <gasps> Before I lose it. Um. So, yeah. Um. I don't know what I want to do in my life. In five years' time, if Allah still wants me to be alive... I don't know where I'm going to be in five years time. I want to be rich. <laughs> I want to I wanna be, I want to be financially stable. Not necessarily rich, just financially stable. Like the financially stable where I can go to a shop and just buy whatever I want without looking at the price and without having a heart attack. That kind of financially stable. I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, Flora, you're doing well. You're going to go far in life. <sighs> Am I going to be happy, though? <laughs> Don't people care? Like, we were like, when you first start, it's not about your happiness. You just got to do it. Just got to do it. So you can, like, get a position or you can get the money. Just don't f- focus on your happiness. Um, That's a bit difficult for me, for a person who's hardly happy most of the time, to not be happy. It's like you want to kill me slowly. <laughs> so, you know why, you guys? Fuck. <laughs> uh, this is why people become alcoholics. I'm not even joking. Um, so, that's my life. It's a shit show. I've been single for almost a year now. I don't know what I'm doing with my career. But when you see me, you think I have my shit together. <laughs> I do not. <sighs> so that's all for today. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna sleep now. I'm gonna overthink things, and I'm gonna imagine scenarios in my head, and I'm gonna think of this cute guy I saw today, who I'll never see again. I just think of him. Um. Uh. Thank you for listening, you guys. Bye. (laughs) Yeah, I I think you can notice how I'm slowly losing my marbles, and I'm slowly I'm slowly going crazy. I think you've noticed this. Remember when I first started this podcast? It was all upbeat, and I was all. And then second season was like, oh, uh, me and so-and-so, you know, um, podcast with so-and-so. And then third, uh, third, se- how many seasons have I done? Yeah, the third season is no, you know, and then the fourth season is like my midlife crisis. <laughs> my life 
It's just crumbling before my very eyes. And you're here to witness it. So yeah, anyways, I'll be fine. You know, I'll just, I'll be fine. Just give me, give me. I don't know what you should give me. Give me a holiday. I need a vacation. I need to go somewhere. I need, I need to leave the country or leave the region. Just leave, <laughs> go somewhere else, and just clear my mind. That's what I need. That is what I need. But, um, I can't afford that. (laughs) But I really need to just, you know what I need the most right now? For it to reach December so I can just take a break and figure out my life. For the new year! (laughs) Yeah. Nowadays I don't do new resolutions because I don't believe in them anymore. You know, life is just gonna do what it has to do, you know, anyways, I, I said bye, like, three minutes ago, and I'm still talking, I'm so sorry, for a person who doesn't talk much in person, because, you know, anxiety, I talk a lot on my podcast, and voice notes, um, goodbye, goodbye, ciao, Bye, thank you so much for listening and supporting me and listening to my madness. You guys are the real ones. Love you. Thank you for listening to Flora Wara, the podcast, season four, Lost in Paradise. Don't forget to tune in every Sunday at 10 a.m. East African time for new episodes. Thank you for listening. Bye. Mwah.